Rupert McMahon, Chief Executive at the Cleveland Metropolitan Bar Association. Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Metropolitan Bar Association's My Bar Story. Throughout 2023, the CMBA will be hosting a series of podcasts that have created a living legacy in honor of our 150th anniversary. We'll be bringing you stories from the women and men within our bar membership who have truly made bar history. Now let's get started with another bar story. Hi, I'm Mary Groth, Director of Member and Donor Engagement here at the Cleveland Metropolitan Bar Association, and it's my pleasure to interview Xavier Thomas Hughes. Xavier? Hi, I'm Xavier Thomas Hughes. Um, currently, I'm an associate at Baker Hostetler, and I was a recipient of many of the programs that uh, this Bar Association has to offer. We're very excited to have Xavier here today. Uh, we met Xavier here at the Bar Association for the first time when he was in high school. Yes. He was in the Stephanie Tubbs-Jones Summer Legal Academy. So why don't you tell us a little bit about where you went to high school, how you got involved, when did you decide to be a lawyer? I was introduced to the Stephanie Tubbs-Jones Summer Legal Academy by my guidance counselor, uh, Ms. Jefferson. I went to Whitney Young High School in Cleveland. And she knew that I was really interested in, I didn't have like a too much of a big interest in law, but I, I, she knew I had an interest in like history and politics. And she put me aside and said, you know, I think you'll be really good for this program. I'm going to nominate you to be a part of this, part of this program. And I was like, okay, you know, it's a, a summer, summer job and I'll, I'll see what that's about. And so I applied, I got the internship and, and, you know, the Stephanie Tubbs Jones at the time was a two-week, uh, an intensive two-week course, mm -hmm. basically your introduction to the law and the legal community. You, you have different judges and lawyers come talk to you, and it, it was just a really good immersive experience. And then after that, pro, after that two weeks, you get involved and they place you with, so I interned with Judge Laura Gallagher at the probate court. And uh, I had a really good time just Excellent. talking to the judge. And yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, she's very supportive of the program and and lots of programs here at the bar. Yeah, were you on campus at Case uh, Law School? Yes, I was. And how yeah. was that being a high school student having two weeks on a law school campus? It was it was it was really cool because you know we it's the program started around nine o'clock, so I would catch the bus, and you know it was it was like. Like school, you'd have your, you come prepared with your notes and you had homework assignments. We had, to, I remember we had to read a case, mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, different cases and prepare arguments for, you know, a mock motion to suppress. Um, so it, it was, it was as close to, uh, the law school experience as a high school student <laughs> could, could get to. So, so I, I really appreciated that. Right. And you had the benefit of meeting students from all around. Absolutely. Uh, that program was open to Cuyahoga County. Absolutely. So, so students from other high schools, right. which was so fun. People from Solon, Cleveland Heights, uh, even some students who I knew previously you know, within the Cleveland School District. And yeah, so it was a really, really good time. And, and people who I even, talk with today. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, actually, someone from uh, who was in the program at Shaker was actually on the same floor um, that I was freshman year at Ohio, at Ohio State. So that, that was pretty cool that we were able to, to talk and, and, you know, we still talk to him from time to time. Terrific. So. What would you say would, was your favorite part of that program? Like looking back, what were maybe the, the most impactful for you? 
my most impactful so a couple were mainly talking to the judges justice melody well at the time judge Mel mm -hmm. melody stewart who was at the time uh judge on the court of appeals for the eighth district who is now you know, supreme court justice she talked to us and just learning about her path to to get to the law the the fact that she was originally you know in music mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yes. and, and here she is a lawyer and a judge handling appellate cases because i didn't really know what appellate mm -hmm. law was or like you know you just have the idea that law is just the law and order you know mm -hmm. the what theatrics you see on TV what you see movies, on, on yeah. tv but that wasn't you know it's not mm -hmm. always the case it's the appellate stuff which is kind of important because you know the cases that you read in like case books and things are appellate court cases and so having her perspective in one knowing that there's no one path to becoming a lawyer and two, once you become a lawyer, there's different other opportunities and different other things that you can do, I think was, was very insightful. And I think the second experience uh, was going to the federal courthouse and meeting with Judge Oliver, uh, just looking at, you know, that, that was my first time being in the courthouse, mm -hmm. in, in, in the actual courtroom. And that was one of the most cool experiences. I mean, the courthouse was beautiful. Yeah. And and just talking to you know Judge Oliver really inspiring. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's another. Um, he's such a um, pivotal part. He has been of our programs and Absolutely. gives up tons of time to spend with students at of all different ages Absolutely. that are that are looking at law. And he's such a great role model Absolutely. and example. He was my law school professor. Actually, okay. I met him in law school at Cleveland Marshall before he went to the Where bench. did you get? <laughs> I think I did pretty well in his okay, class. Okay, okay. <laughs> he was a hard grader. With what did uh, you do? pro? Yes, okay. civil procedure. Yep, he was my civil procedure. So, And he invited me, so I went and attended his swearing-in ceremony when he took the federal bench. Wow. And his family, he comes from a big family from mm -hmm. Alabama, met okay. his family and uh, a lot of uh, people that had inspired him through the years. So it was quite compelling. Right. And uh, he's been a great asset to uh, to our programs and really, I think, continues to be that mentor and role model for so many of our scholars. Absolutely. Judge Oliver is amazing. He is amazing. Did you, do you have any lawyers in your family when you, when you looking up at, at inspiration? I, I had a cousin who is in, in in the Maryland area? Who who is a lawyer? But we we didn't really like growing up. We didn't, didn't really talk too much about things that she does. So I guess my my inspiration came from basically programs like these. Just got me thinking like, okay, I can do. I can see myself doing the, this this type of thing. And then eventually, when once I really like, okay, I'm interested. Then I I, I talk to my my cousin. Say, okay, what what else? What what else right. is, is this yeah. about? Yeah. So these programs sparked your you absolutely know, it sparked your interest in, absolutely, and it, this could be a, a career path for me. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, definitely. So and then think about the experience too of being in high school mm -hmm. between your junior and senior year, and right. having an on-campus law school. Yes. In the court, it, those you, the, the, nobody else does that. There aren't other programs like that Not out at there. All. So Not at all. Well, a lot of people um, support that program through volunteer mm -hmm. efforts, like Ju uh, Justice Stewart comes and speaks to the students. And what would you tell people? From your perspective about why it's important for them to support those programs with volunteer time, with, with donations to the mm -hmm. foundation, uh, to support the programs financially, you know, they, they continue to exist. Right. Uh, and uh, what would you say to somebody that's uh, our member to say, 
hey, you ought to do this if you haven't thought about it. Hosting an intern at their law firm. I, I, I'd say, hey, you ought to do it because you haven't thought about it. <laughs> uh, it's one thing to actually, like I said, read the books and, and you know, watch, you know, TV and Law and & Order. I know people probably get their inspiration from maybe like a Perry Mason or, mm-hmm. you know, Andy Griffith or something like that. But, uh, uh, you know, to actually see in front of you real people, real lawyers doing the day-to-day things, it really is an inspiration for, for definitely for me and, and others like, like me to say, hey, okay, I can I can see myself doing this type of work. Mm-hmm. It's really about confidence building, I think, because because when you have confidence in, in, in something, you know, definitely it it, right. it it gives you the momentum. To right. Be. Yeah, and I can say too from the volunteer point of view, because I've had the pleasure of, of working at the bar and being involved in the programs as a professional staff person, but I've also been a personal mentor Mm -hmm. to scholars. And it's like, there's nothing in my career, my legal career, there's nothing that I treasure more than that experience, Mm -hmm. the relationships that I've forged with students like you, um, you know, and it's like, it's been the highlight of my legal career. So I I would say to lawyers out there, jump in. There's a lot more to to being a lawyer than the day-to-day grind, the work, clients, there's a lot more out there and a lot more that you can share and really kind of give back, but get back in these incredible friendships and incredible life experiences with just the most terrific lawyers I've met. Absolutely. <laughs> so, You'd be surprised. Yeah. But the the connections that, that I've made has, has really been invaluable, I think. Mm-hmm. So definitely, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend right. So next we get into um, your decision to go to The Ohio State University for undergraduate. So tell us why you chose Ohio State. I chose Ohio State. Well, I mean, so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make a confession. My, my top school, believe it or not, was Georgetown University. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Georgetown University, but uh, Georgetown saw something else in the plans. So uh, Ohio State was my best option, I think, because in terms of scholarship, but it, it was an amazing program. My freshman year, I was involved in the John Glenn Learning Community, which mm-hmm. is sponsored by the John Glenn School of Public Affairs. And that was a bunch of people with like-minded mm-hmm. ideas wanting to you know, do some type of public work, really interested in politics and things like that. I'm talking, still talking to friends from that program today. So, like, literally today. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to him a couple hours ago. That's great. So, oh, that's great to hear. I know yeah. I have a daughter that went to OSU, too, mm-hmm. and it's like they do an incredible job of taking a huge college and breaking it into those little learning courses. And- I mean, it's, it's, it's like a, a organized mess. <laughs> yeah, and you have, the, you, know, you have all the opportunities. So, uh, you know, all um, the opportunities, any major that you can think of. And if you don't want to take a major, they can, you can make one up. <laughs> If you're born at Ohio State, there is some fault. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I used to, uh, point of confession, I used to talk to Xavier a lot while he was in college. Mm-hmm. So we met in the Stokes program, and I used to tease him all the time that on game day, he was in the library in the I dorm was. studying, I you was. know, and I'm watching the game on TV, and he's not there. But he is a very studious young man, and... Uh, and and took full advantage of all the uh, of all the opportunities yeah, I, to, I, to, I, to grow. I, you yeah, had fun. I know you I had did. fun. I did. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't want you to paint the picture that I was just a uh, just a funny daddy or something but like you that. Avoided game day. <laughs> you know. But uh, no, it was it was yeah. I I had a r- really good time, and the campus was so quiet too, during game day. You could 
get a lot of work yeah. done. It was, it was a good balance between work and play. Do you still follow OSU Athletics? Are you uh, are you a Buckeye fan? I'm, I'm always a Buckeye yeah. fan. i for everybody, Ohio State. Well, I remember, too, one of the things that we did with Xavier, and we'll talk a little bit about the Stokes Scholars, but with him being at Ohio State, we came down and picked you up. I don't remember. Uh, yes. And took you to an event. Yes, uh, the, the Bar Association got an award uh, from the Ohio State Bar Association, and Carter Strang uh, yes. was there. So we actually picked Xavier up, and he was our guest at the awards, and, and you got to address the crowd and speak to people yeah, on that, our behalf at that event. I think, I think event. Drew was there, too. Yeah, Drew Odom yeah, was there mm-hmm. as well. He was like the young lawyer uh, right. for District 12 uh, awardee. So we had a great experience. We yeah, got to pick him really up good. at his dorm and drop him off yes. before we came back to Cleveland. Yeah, so uh, it was great. So let's talk Stokes Scholars, the Lewis Stokes Scholars Program, which let's is our college pipeline yeah. program. So you were not in our inaugural class, but um, I think you came into year two, and, and you were in the program for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. how did you find out about us, and uh, what motivated you to sign up? And, and let's talk about that experience. Yeah, sure. So my first year, 2014, I got placed at the Common Police Court mm-hmm. uh, with Chris Russ, mm-hmm. was was my mentor there. That was a really cool experience because you were able to just look in at the different trials. I was able to look at, at trials and then I did some work in like the foreclosure mediation department which mm-hmm. I didn't know you know what was a thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we also toured different uh, departments of the county with the medical examiner which was interesting and uh, and the county jail so it was a r- really interesting and really good immersive experience and just you know how the courts function how mm-hmm. they work mm-hmm. yeah and then the following year you were placed at the County prosecutor's I was office. I at the county prosecutor's office, and my mentor was Brett Heyman, who the, the the grandson of the program's namesake, Louis Stokes. And that was a really cool, cool experience because I was actually doing like legal research mm-hmm. for. I was writing memos. I was actually doing, mm-hmm. you know, things that you know a law like student, a law, like a law, law clerking, law, yeah, uh-huh. would, would do. And that's that. That was really you know amazing experience. Like okay, I can. I know I keep saying this now, but I'm really like okay, I can really see myself doing this because I am doing it, and I'm going to apply to law school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that, that that kind of like cemented like okay, like this is this, this is law school. Like that this is the the path that 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 I'll take. I didn't realize how much I just love like reading cases mm-hmm. and doing like legal research and, and writing memos and things like that. And and that kind of cemented my mm-hmm. wanting to go to law school. Yeah, and, and again, the Court of Common Pleas, all the different divisions, and the uh, prosecutor's office has been on our program every year mm-hmm. and takes students, um, and they've had remarkable experiences there. You do learn things from a perspective that maybe you never would have looked at, and I, and I like it. I'm hearing confidence building. Mm-hmm. I see myself here. I could do this. I, I've got this. In the Stokes program, we do a lot of group field trips, other outside of the internship experiences. Yes. Tell us a little bit about those and, and what were some highlights for you? What, what did you enjoy? Uh, a couple highlights about that. The theme, I think, from both Lewis Stokes and from Stephanie Tubbs-Jones is to just get people thinking that a uh, career in the law just can take you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the field trips that the Lewis Stokes program offered just cements that. Mm-hmm. One field trip I remember is at the Cavs. Uh, general manager, uh, seeing what what he does on on a day to day, and actually visiting the the Cavs locker room, that was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, and I think that that was right before 
LeBron James announced that he was going to come back to yep. Cleveland. So that was pretty cool. I would say most of the scholars that got to go uh, on that field trip have rated that in their top in their top sure. three. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure that, that, that that was a really cool cool experience. Yeah. And then the second field trip uh, was to the Ohio Supreme Court and listening to it uh, and going to their beautiful courtroom and just listening to oral arguments there. Another cool that I don't know why I left out the FBI field trip. Yeah, was really cool too because they we were able to go to the bureau here mm-hmm. in Cleveland and they gave us a problem. I think it was you know DC sniper space stuff. Yeah, they, they, so it was they, actually they an FBI on... exercise, exactly. like a field exercise yeah. on evidence. Yeah, yeah. so so. You, putting your mind to the test and using your problem-solving skills and things like that. So that that was pretty cool. Then that, that was an all-day. Was that an all-day thing? Yeah, what it was an all-day immersive yeah. right. at the FBI, talking to the FBI about what lawyers do in the yeah. FBI as right. a career. Stokes also, the a component I wanted to ask about was we sort of morphed and developed a law school admissions boot camp. Mm-hmm. We had so many scholars interested in looking at law school seriously and moving up kind of through college and getting near law school. So talk a little bit about preparing for law school, what resources were provided and and the opportunity to to be part of the boot camp, talk to experts on law school campuses during the Stokes program and and get some advice. So I could say what what was really helpful was the trip that we took to Case Law School to uh, basically talk about the financial aspect Mm -hmm. of applying to law school. So you actually graduated from Georgetown Law yes. in Washington, D.C. So yes. tell, us, tell us why Georgetown and talk a little bit about your law school experience. Georgetown was on my list. I had, I, I thought it was a good, probably get out of Cleveland for just a bit, mm-hmm. get out of Ohio for just a bit. And also I was close to home because I had family in the area. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was going to be okay. Uh, my dad and, and my grandparents, I just... Uh, applied and, and, you know, shoot my shot and, and they accept me. My law school experience is probably like any, any law student's law school experience. You get imposter syndrome like, like, like everyone else. Like, did, am I, am I supposed to be here? Like, did, did, did the, did the admissions committee make, make, make a mistake? <laughs> yeah, all that confidence. All, all that, you know. <laughs> First year jitters. Yeah, yep. exactly. Just know that everybody feels that way. It's not a cakewalk, I can say, to mm-hmm. tell you that, but, uh, you, you still develop a confidence. Like, okay, I'm, I'm here for, you know. Right. I, I, I can do this type, right. of, type of work, so. And you, during law school, had some summer experiences. So um, you did you clerk at Tucker Ellis one I summer? Did, and did, that, So you came back to Cleveland for a summer? I came back to Cleveland for a summer. I was a summer associate at Tucker Ellis. Mm-hmm. Really good experience. They, they work you because, you know, you're, you're there to work. At the, but at the same time, they treat you out, you know, show you a really yeah. good time. When I was clerking at Tucker Ellis, you know, I've seen a Cleveland that, that I that I've never really seen before, like different nice restaurants right, and things the, like so, that. The show, just downtown, just exposing to a whole new side mm-hmm. of Cleveland that I, I haven't really mm-hmm. gotten a chance to, to see. That's great. Of course, I have to say, Tucker's been committed to these programs and all of the bars programs here for years. And they also have lunch and learn programs. They have absolutely so that part of it, that aspect of seeing things in Cleveland that you haven't seen, they they take that very seriously and and provide that experience to our uh, scholars as well, which absolutely. is terrific. Absolutely. So Georgetown Law, so graduation. So you 
were a summer clerk at Baker Hostetler as well, but yes. that was during the virtual shutdown during, it summer. Was, it was interesting because, again, it, it was virtual and it was abbreviated to, to about a month. The, the firm did a really good job just trying to make sure that, that mm -hmm. we have as much of a realistic, I mean, it was definitely real, but, but you know, as much of a normal yeah. as you can get in, during, during that time right. of an experience that you can have. And uh, did you get your offer um, from Baker that summer? So, uh, so you are not, you're now an associate here in the Cleveland mm -hmm. office of Baker. So I did, that yeah. connection was formed, and yes, uh, yes, ma'am, which is very exciting. So yes. lots of excitement. So you graduate from Georgetown, and mm -hmm. I got to see the graduation pictures on Facebook. I will share that. <laughs> and you look terrific. And it was like we were all jumping for joy for you here in, in Cleveland, and so excited that you came back to Cleveland. So talk a little bit about that. So your decision to come back. And, and what you're doing now as a first-year associate at Baker Hostetler. It wasn't that hard to make a decision to come back. I love Cleveland, and, and I think the connections that I've formed here are just invaluable. If I'm going to start a legal career, you know, it might as well be somewhere here. So it wasn't a hard choice coming back to Cleveland. And you know, now I'm here. I'm, I'm an associate at, at Baker Hostetler. It's an amazing firm. I'm in the um, doing primarily litigation work, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's been pretty, pretty good. Pretty awesome. I feel like I'm, I'm learning something new every day. <laughs> I know you live downtown, so as a downtown resident, you're taking advantage of some of those places and things that you learned at Tucker, right? When you were out and about. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Saw that other side of Cleveland. Absolutely. Down the street from East Forth, it's where the action is, I think. Working very yeah. diligently, of course, but taking time for yourself definitely yeah. is important. I assume, because I know you so well, that you kind of hunkered down for the bar exam. Tell us a little bit about your bar exam. You took the Ohio bar exam. I did. Uh, and did you do the virtual? Were you in the class that did virtual? Or, I did the uh -huh. virtual bar exam. Yeah, so I think really difficult times because of COVID for your group. Two, yeah. two years in a row were impacted. The bar exam was virtual. Studying for the bar, I was pretty much isolated. Yeah, it was two months of waking up at around 9 o'clock, getting my coffee and mm -hmm. a couple boiled eggs and log on about 9.30 and... Yeah. In it till not glamorous, but right, necessary. No. No, yeah. Not glamorous, but but, but necessary. Yeah. Necessary. I do not enjoy taking the bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I tell you that. Sure many that, do. That. <laughs> <laughs> the first month of studying for the bar was that back. You're getting the refresher course of okay, yeah, this yeah. sounds familiar. All right, okay, I can do this. And then kind of like towards like the the final two weeks, it's like oh. Can't oh wait for God. it to be over. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you feel when you yeah. saw your name on the list oh, of of uh, my heart successful bar applicants? My heart dropped. So <laughs> it, eight a.m. I think it, uh -huh. it was released. Scrolling down and and you know my my last name starts with a T. So you're down the end of the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're swiping and your heart's racing. Each page is your your heart accelerates more. And then, you know, my name was, was there. And obviously, you know, the first person I called was my mom. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. I know here I have to tell you at the bar. So we have a tradition when our scholars are taking the bar exam. You know, we, we watch too. But mm -hmm. so as soon as I saw it, we went to the whole network that the scholars cohort all of the volunteers our committee so we all knew and everybody's like of course Xavier passed the bar exam but <laughs> but know that it's like again we are a cohort we're a community mm -hmm. we say once a scholar always a scholar Absolutely. and we really mean it currently we have five Stokes Scholar alumni on the Stokes Scholar Oversight Committee including mm -hmm. two that are co-chairing Brandon Brown and Janae Jackson who are lawyers here in Cleveland and uh, excited to tell everybody that Xavier 
is joining the committee. Um, he'll be part of our steering committee and contributing to that program. And we're so excited to, to have you here. I'm so excited you know, to be and to, That you're part of the bar, you're a member, your firm is one of our all-in Bar One member uh, firms, and uh, Xavier is a member. We're excited that you're here in Cleveland now as a young lawyer. And, and I guess, again, I would say, why would you tell other young lawyers to stay connected, get connected with the Bar Association, stay connected? Why is it important as part of your career journey? You know, I think being, being a young attorney, and this has been the theme since our discussion, is that connections are and just networking is, is important. And I think being a member of the bar, this bar in particular, is one of the easiest ways that you can form those connections. I look forward, you know, as a young attorney here and starting up to you know, be involved in, in this bar association as much as I can, because I know how important it is for the community, for the bar, and for, you know, yourself as a career. So... Yeah, well, Definitely. we look forward to watching you grow uh, as an attorney here in Cleveland <laughs> and uh, part of our bar association. Certainly appreciate your coming back and giving back uh, to the programs that have meant a lot yeah, to definitely. you and to many other students. So. Absolutely. Wonderful to see you again, Xavier. Absolutely. Pleasure to see you again, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for today's My Bar Story. To hear other bar stories or to check out any of the CMBA's other podcasts, please go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also go to our website at clemetrobar.org forward slash podcast. We hope you listen again soon.